Hi, uh, sorry. Uh, in my previous uh, episode two, the my message actually got truncated halfway, and and you cannot hear my voice at all. Uh, I apologize for that. There is some technical issue, but I will continue from uh, uh, here. From uh, uh, I, the the previous episode, I was saying that there's uh, it's not a apple to apple comparison uh, when the stock market guru is um, is comparing his portfolio. Which earns 460% ROI tax-free versus the versus the uh, newbie property investor earning 84% ROI in 12 years, excluding taxes. Okay, so uh, what I'm going to discuss now. Okay, so basically for the newbie property investors, no, yes, sometimes they they pay 15 to 20% more during pre-launch. That I agree. Uh, I agree with with the stock market guru. Basically, uh, I remember uh, in 2000, uh, in 2000 and uh, I think eight, uh, I think a, a condominium in front of my apartment um, is selling like hotcakes. So they basically they even uh, have queue up in front of the condo with and then they were selling their chairs for two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Uh, uh, and then because that chair represent their priority queue who is first to be able to buy the property so they they were buying uh, this condo in front of my house which is at easily double the price per square foot of my current place back then and I see that yes is a very nice condominium yes is by a very uh, reputable developer but the property couldn't Uh, I mean, the buyers of that property is stuck for the next 10 years, I would say, the, because they buy at overvalued during the pre-launch, right? And sometimes you can even uh, um, okay, but that back then there was there 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 stuff like deferred payment and all that, so it's not an exact comparison as well. So that I will have to agree with the stock market guru, and. Um, Uh, so so uh, so basically, the property is uh, largely illiquid, uh, largely illiquid. And uh, when you say it's illiquid, again you have to see the context on what uh, this uh, term basically is based upon. Basically, if you are buying some somewhere in Malaysia in Johor Bahru, okay, and versus pro- buying property in Singapore, property in London. Uh, relatively speaking, Johor Bahru and you know places like Cambodia and all these, they are relatively less liquid than property in Singapore and uh, and, and and London. Why? Because because of the population, because of the trends, because of the uh, 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 the exit strategy. What are you going to employ, basically? So so uh, uh, we know that Singapore, the population white paper, they are going to increase the population to Singapore to seven to ten. Million people, and therefore they are upgrading the infrastructure, the MRT systems, and everything. And therefore, we will be able to see the growth, the steady growth in the property price for the next decade. But if we look at places like Johor Bahru, where the political risk is high, or maybe Cambodia, which is another uh, country which has a high political risk, whereby most of the locals they can't even afford. I mean. The condos that they are selling to the foreigners down there, right? The condos that they are selling to the foreigners down there, is overpriced from the locals. The locals are not able to afford no rent. And who are you going to offload uh, your uh, your condominiums or houses uh, or assets to next time? 
if the locals they cannot afford right so again uh, the concept of liquidity uh, yes uh, property is indeed uh, less liquid than stocks but again if you buy well and you buy something which is a good asset i mean a good asset you know if it's i mean if it's a good pole anybody would want it right if it's a good asset and nobody wants a bad asset the same is for stocks as well and if it's a stocks if it's a bad stock you get delisted and all that you can't do anything about it it drop to zero okay you have you got nothing in the end you look at high flux things like high flux shares and all that right people at once uh, at one time thought that is such a is a very safe because it's backed by the government or whatever what not okay but uh, that's another difference between stocks and property stocks can drop to zero if you don't know what you are doing you lost everything but property you still own in a certain extent the strata title for condo or maybe the land on which the building sits and if you are uh, 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 investing in the uh, a good country like singapore then you are relatively safe okay so um uh, uh, okay so precious savings lock into illiquid asset yes yes and un- understand that because in singapore basically you are you are trading you're exchanging lo- your blood and sweat money because you are working because most of singaporeans they are working for corporates and they are changing they are they are converting exchanging their time hours working their ot's and everything for this savings and they are very precious right so they are very afraid of losing this sum uh, we understand that okay so uh, uh, again that's that's the reason why some singaporeans who are not so well informed on the stocks and shares market not not knowledgeable on that they go for things like mutual funds or uh, you know uh, uh, those um, whatever that's managed okay which i also think it may not be s- s- such a great idea okay because basically what does it mean you at least you are hiring a chauffeur to 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 ride your vehicle into point b that you want to reach you see, that means that means you have to employ the right chauffeur the chauffeur who is very good and experienced or else or else i mean the one losing the money is you it's not the chauffeur the chauffeur gets commission from you for every trade that they do right so therefore the opportunity cost is great and um, and and uh, so so uh, singaporeans being singaporeans we are uh, in a way anything if we step outside singapore everything is uh, you know in a way relatively is not so safe because we are so used to 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 stay and live in the singapore way of life so again uh, uh, what i want one trying to say is you invest property if you invest in a country whose economic economy is continuing to grow okay then you are rel- relatively safe for example like uh, singapore places like singapore places like london uk and all that uh, in london and uk basically there is a uh, there is a there is a difference in the uh, supply and demand situation basically the people the locals they are they are the, the market is experiencing an acute supply shortage when i say supply shortage i'm saying is the supply of the properties that is affordable to the locals this is in a very high shortage in the uk in the moment and their population is increasing very fast because of the migration both external and internal and the policies as well they are opening to hong kong 
people and as well. So there's a there's a trends there. There's a growing trends of the population. So you need to be aware and have a foresight and uh, keep you keep yourself abreast of news such as this. So it will help you to. It's like driving a car, so you can see what is ahead of you. You can see far, and uh, there's a roadblock in front of you. What you can do to steer yourself, go to reroute. So you need the GPS, right? You, the, the GPS is the, the yourself. It could, could be yourself or somebody else who is there, who is who has done that, who has uh, uh, achieved the result that you want, and they walk the talk, and therefore you follow them, and you know that uh, you are in good hands. Okay. So uh, yes, another drawback for property is high transaction cost. You have high commission, and you have um, uh, I mean uh, letting and management fee and all that. But uh, coming from Singapore and uh, London and UK, I know that this is not the case. The high transaction cost is probably the legal. Fee. I mean, in high transaction cost as opposed to the property price is not high. But if let's say you the transaction cost, for example, a lawyer fee, legal fee, two thousand and all that. Yes, you can buy some shares with that, but doesn't mean that uh, is is re- is is relative basically to the asset class that you buy. I know that the uh, I know that I'm using the UOBK hand to buy American stocks, and they charge me twenty dollars per trade. Means if I buy one trade, they charge me twenty dollars. If I sell per one trade, they charge me twenty dollars. And if I'm buying an asset which is only worth about two thousand US, okay, that is a very high transaction cost. But if let's say you are talking about property, the property cost uh, is costing one million, one point five, eight hundred thousand, and what is the transaction cost of five thousand dollars? Let's say so everything is relative, and you need to know and be able to see um, and uh, 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 be able to 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 how to say to to have a glasses to see the details because the devil is all in the details. Okay, so going on. Uh, lastly, the what are the uh, property stock property uh, experts? What are they doing? Okay, I know of a few property experts and gurus, that, which is uh, they uh, basically I, they are not the most genius in terms of mathematics or in terms of the financial world, but they are very wealthy. They know how to use good debts to leverage well to build their wealth over time to preserve their wealth for future their generation. Okay, so. Uh, basically, uh, one of the strategies in employed that they 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 were they were they were they, they were teaching is that um, you buy basically not for uh, for the current generation you buy for passive income, and uh, you buy below market value properties, right? If you buy well, and uh, that property in essence you don't need to care about the maintenance fee and everything. So your basically your rental income you minus everything net you are basically earning some passive income. Uh, to, uh, 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 to 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 your to your to your bank, you see. So basically, it's like a, a print, uh, it's a printing money machine. Every asset, every property is like a printing machine, machine, giving you five hundred dollars, one thousand dollars per property, and they are scaling this up. So if you your your basically your cost of living may, maybe it costs five thousand dollars. If you own a property, three properties each, uh, giving you thousand five hundred in passive income, yeah. So that is almost it. You are almost, you know, uh, financially free because basically, w- w- without working, uh, basically you are earning this uh, rental income which is paid by your tenants, right? And they are able to leverage up and keep buying and 
and and and scaling up some of them i know uh, they are as young as me they are having 15 20 properties and how do they do that and all that so basically uh, uh and okay and I, one last strategy that i'm sharing is basically some of these property experts also they know their game very well they basically divide their unit into rooms and they rent uh, the unit per room um, to basically to this uh, tenant pool and therefore by doing this they actually double up their rental yield uh, what used to be 2% they can double up to 4% what used to be 3% they can double up to 6% and thereby okay giving them the income and they, they, what they need to do is just to wait out the cycle and then the up, uh, then the cycle goes to the upswing when the market starts to boom again then they sell because we know that the Warren Buffett way is like sell when everybody is greedy and be greedy when everybody is fearful right so this is exactly exactly what they are employing yeah in the property market world those who are the experts okay so uh, i come to the end and uh, again i apologize for the for the technical error earlier please message me at 9199 singapore number if you would like to discuss more and talk more about uh, what i've discussed and you can also email me at wensiongdanubrata@gmail.com or you can uh, follow my facebook as at wendy danubrata and uh, yep yeah, thank you so much for your time and i'll see you in the next episode bye bye